Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Pablo, and this is Riding with Jesus. Today's episode, we're going to concentrate on uh, patience, impatience, patience, impatience, and and I'll get more into it. But um, yeah, let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, today's episode, as I said before, with the intro, is it's patience. The impatience of mankind with the patience of God and the beauty that that happens. So, the reason why I wanted to discuss patience is because it's one of those topics that it doesn't really get highlighted much because usually with patience, when you pray for patience... Uh, you're putting these trials and tribulations or these things are, are allow, God allows to happen to you. Not that he punishes you or not that he dislikes you or he's a bad God. No, he's a perfect, loving, patient God. Uh, but there are some lessons and some growth that um, we need to learn. And that only happens through trials, hurt, pain. We begin to be more patient. Our decision making becomes more of a thought process. Um being patient with someone that's sick, being patient with someone that uh, could have learning disabilities, could um, have just different way of thinking, different way of acting, things like that. That's how God works through us to, to become more patient, more love. Um, but listen, I got a, a story that I want to start you with uh, in this. Uh, you'll see where it leads. It seems like it's not going to lead anywhere, but watch. Uh, the the year was 1983, September. I want to say in the days between September 10th and September 12th. Unsure what the actual dates are, but it's in between those days. Um, a baby is born, and and I, I'm not sure, and I'm not gonna call out anybody, but this family couldn't take care of this baby, which is not uncommon, right? Uh, so they put them up for adoption at a local orphanage uh, because they're unable to take care of it of the baby not it I'm sorry Um, whatever the circumstances were well in that same year same sequence of days a couple that got married just recently married wasn't able to have babies they've tried physiologically they just could not have a baby and just like any couple, right? They want to have the nuclear life. They want to have kids. So they go to such orphanage. And however God ordained it, because his ways are mysterious sometimes, but I know they're good. This family ends up adopting this baby. Now, this couple is not the perfect couple. It's not the godly couple. It's not a bad couple whatsoever. But based on their circumstances and how they were raised, that's how they raised this baby. There's not a lack of love, but there's not an abundance of love. There's not a lack of discipline, but there could be some over-discipline. Now, everybody in the family knows that the baby's adopted, and as he grows, that secret is kept for whatever reason. I don't understand it. I'm not here to complain about it. But in that, you know, baptism, 
of, through the Catholic Church. So there is some knocks at the door for the family and for the kid and the baby as it grows into a kid and toddler and stuff to get to know the Word of God, to become more godly. But none of those doors are answered. It's just more of a check check mark type of thing, you know, that they do every Sunday. So as the baby grows, the family dynamic is different. There's some situations that this child is put into that I would say no child should go through or should have to go through. But anyways, this is the way the baby's going to be raised. Again, knocks on the door to go to church, but they're just ignored. There's mass that goes every goes on every Sunday, but it's just a check mark. Couldn't wait to get out of it. You know, that's the attitude they had. Let's just go to go and let's get out as soon as possible. Almost run from it. So, baby grows up to be a teenager. And there's just circumstances in his life. Bad decisions. No alcohol, no drugs. No nothing like that. But just bad choices, bad friendships. Still knocks at the door. Nothing being answered. God is knocking at the door. God is calling. Nothing. An opportunity is presented to bring this child to another country where there's better opportunities for school, for life, a safer place. And that's taken. So now the family is disrupted. It's broken. And it's brought into another area where nothing is is the unknown. Doesn't belong here knocks on the door throughout the, the high school nothing 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 never opening that door just ignoring it ignoring it right after high school this uh this kid grows into what he thinks is manhood of the control you know he begins to learn about control of his destiny or whatever that could mean right we all know it's wrong but um gets into trouble because he becomes homeless and he thinks that the only choice the quick choice is to steal in order to feed himself not justifying the behavior I'm just saying that's what happened there's no other way to put it does his time in jail comes out he's like never any of this and for several years remains clean builds a family again knocks on the door from God listen to me hear me out this is who I am they're ignored he fights them to a point that he's asking them to get away from the door. Kids are grown. Marriage is the same as what he used to have. Nothing has changed. The same, the same quality of life that he had as a child, he's given to his own kids. How unfortunate. And then there's this knock on the door where he has to go back and pay for his original crime because it was never fully paid how he thought it was. And now God is knocking again at that door. Now because there's no more options, he lifts his hands up and says, that's it. I can't do it anymore. If you say who you say you are, come to my rescue. And he does. See, that's my testimony. I'm an impatient person because I want things my time, my way, as fast as I want them. I grow impatient, weary, bitter. But I serve a God that is so patient and so loving. He knocked at the door of my heart. 
in different ways through family, reaching out to family to to bring me into his love. Nothing. It took a hard consequence, a hardship for me to do so. Not that everybody's going to go through, but that's how patient he is. Right now I'm not talking about good and doing good or doing bad. It's, what I'm talking about is our, our, the character trait of God, which is a patient, loving God, waits for me and waits for me and waits for me and waits for me. And then he finally knows I've hit a rock bottom and he's like, okay. I'm going to keep trying. Now, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what situations you're in. I can't speak to what you're going through. You may relate to what I'm doing. But what I'm trying to explain at this point is that God is wanting to give you patience. And He's going to utilize your situations. There are some situations in my life that I'm so patient about because of what I've gone through. I'm just like, whatever. And there's other things that I'm like, I need it now. Like favors and blessings that I've been waiting for. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. But God is training me to be patient, to be calm, to pray about everything, to let Him be the one who deals with this. And as you become more patient, I gotta get some water, sorry. You still become more loving. In a compassionate way. I, I see some people that have gone through my the same scenarios that I'm going through. Kids are going through the same thing and are refusing to hear the word of God. And I don't grow desperate. I don't get mad. I just know, man, God is so patient. He's waiting for them. And they're so impatient just like me. Yet he loves them. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. That he, I, I don't know how your impatience is going to be turned into patience. That's between you and God and Scripture. Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, they're all going to work together because you're, you're one person and I'm a different person. But I know that He's going to work through it and He's going to utilize all your impatience. Just like how He's used mine. Man, He's used my impatience so many times. But He wants me to be more patient, more compassionate. To make my decisions, to slow down, think, think, process. Especially when we're losing somebody. Man, the patience that we need to get through that. Man, I don't know how long it will take you to grieve. I don't, I, I, there's no limitations. I have no clue. Or when someone's sick or when someone's hurt, man, you want them. You want it to be gone. You want to take it all in, especially with our kids. Or if you're in a situation where you're waiting for a miracle, waiting, what we call a miracle, right? Waiting for an answer, a deliverance. That's what I, the word I'm going to use. Miracles are, are a suspension of the natural laws, which is, they're not too often. And the, that's the problem. That, anyways, we'll get into another episode. I'll do another episode on miracles. What, I, what I've been able to captivate about um, miracles. Um, but you know what? If you haven't subscribed, please do so. Share this, this uh, video. Like it comment if I said anything unbiblical if you want to add anything to it please do so if you want to be on one of the episodes and we can talk about it we can do that as well we'll figure it out how but back to our patience it's a trait that is forged with endurance and God does not punish you God does not punish you I, I think I've said that several times I used to think that I used to think that how can a loving God allow so many things to happen 
or he allows it for the edification of ourselves. You know, losing someone, man, it's devastating. But it is beautiful when you have a friend, a family, a loved one, even an enemy, losing somebody that are so dear to them. And you have compassion and the patience to deal with them, to embrace them. Like when somebody's gone to jail and most people don't have patience for them or compassion for them. For those we have experienced that, we know how horrible that is and what it feels like. Man, we can do that. That's how he uses things. Being sick, being, you know, there's so many scenarios. But God is good. So wherever you're standing right now, whatever situation, hurt, pain, season, please endure it. Walk with him. Pray that he's along with you because he's always with you. Allow him to love on you, to embrace you. And that's okay to grow impatient, but don't grow to a point where it's, it gets you distant from God. Let your impatience lead you towards God, not away from God. Ask the questions. Yell out the questions. Whatever it takes, just speak to him. Allow Jesus Christ to comfort you. Allow the Holy Spirit to embrace you and comfort you. Ah, man. So, it is good. Let's bring up some scripture about patience. And I just, you know what? Before I do so, let's let's pray. Um, I pray that, Father, I just thank you for this time. And Lord, you're an amazing God. You've delivered us. You've given us so much, Father. And help us overcome impatience, Lord, within your will and your time frame, Lord. Because my impatience is different than someone else's impatience, Lord. And my patience is different than someone else's patience. But you want us to grow together, Lord. So help us teach one another and be patient with one another and, and help one another, edify one another in these moments. Lord, embrace and love on those who are dealing with the loss of loved one, with the loss of a job. You know, these, these things that happen in this world that take our patience away, Lord. Um, help us see how you're going to use it. Help us see how you're going to help us navigate. Help us love on one another. Teach us, guide us, instruct us. In the name of Jesus, uh, we pray. Um, man. Let's go to Romans 12, 12. Let's see what we got at 12, 12. I love my Bible because I can go on it and it has a concordance. It's a study Bible. Um, 12, 12. Rejoice in hope, patient in tribulation, continually, continuing steadily fast in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. 1 Thessalonians 5, 14. Let's go. I'm not one of those guys that can open up the Bible and be like, oh, there it is. No, I had to take my time. I had to read. Uh, 5.14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all. Don't you love when someone's patient with you? How much better would it be if we can be patient to one another, to others? So, you know, I try not to make these uh, episodes too long. We are trying a new camera, so hopefully you like the way it looks. That was just, um, I'm looking at my phone, by the way, because I can see it on my phone. I want to make sure the battery doesn't die. But um, 
Man, God is really good. God is an amazing God that is so patient. Uh, in Scripture, we get examples and examples, which I'll put some in the description of this video. Lots of verses that you can go and see how patient God is. Examples, you know, we got, like, I one of the things that I see all the time is in Paul. Man, God was so patient with Paul, even though he killed Christians, he was still with them. And he got to a point, he's like, all right, Paul, I need you now. Man, Peter, how much patience did Peter need? That dude needed the most patience out of all. I thought he used it all, but now God is patience is abundant. Just his grace and mercy is patience. <laughs> it's man. But um He's patient with you. Don't think because you made a mistake or you're doing habitual sins or it's a constant thing that you have that you're dealing with that he's gonna forget about you. No, he's not. If you're a brand new listener and you have never heard that God is patient, He is. He is patient. He is all love, and love is patience. So, with that, know that we love you. God loves you more than anything that you can, more than you can imagine. He loves you so much. He's so patient with you. He's seeing the work in you. He knows you're going to get through it. He just wants you to let go of control. Don't be impatient. And if you are, He still loves you. He's there with you. So, we love you. God loves you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. Please like, share, and comment. Thank you so much, guys, for this audience. God loves you.